Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a coworker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Yes, yes, I am glad that you're here, whether it's your first time or your 50th time. So much here for you, and today I'm going to bring you something we haven't spoken about for a while. We're going to talk about co-parenting. Now, even if you don't have kids, you want to know about this because you may have friends who have kids. You may uh, be dating someone who has kids. You need to know these things, and maybe you were one of the children who is now an adult and is growing up being co-parented in a difficult situation of divorce. So today, five co-parenting hacks for raising happy, healthy kids with your ex, whether that ex is difficult or not. But one of the things that hijackles, you know, my term for these relentlessly difficult people who seem to insist on having everything their way and they are hijacking their relationship for their own purposes and then scavenging it for power, status, and control. Hijackles tend to make their kids feel like pawns and messengers and casualties of the divorce. And sometimes they use their children as pawns and messengers and even weapons of war. And we don't want that. That is so bad for the children. And the children should be our primary concern. Now, for a hijackal, the children are not the primary concern in terms of their well-being and their best interest. The children are a primary concern as pawns to win against the person who discarded them or who they see as having discarded them, even if they discarded the other person. It's all very crooked thinking, and you know all about that if you've been with one. And there's lots, of course, on Save Your Sanity to help you understand all the pieces of this. But, you know, in a perfect world after divorce, your children would only know that life is more peaceful with two homes. And yes, they will miss the parent they're not with, and that's healthy, and that's good. And you reassure them that they will have a happy, healthy relationship with the other parent um, when it's their time, and that's it. And things settle out because everybody's interest in the well-being and best interests of the children is paramount. But if you're with a difficult person and has left that difficult person, divorced that difficult person, that person feels like they lost something. And when they feel they lost something, they are, in, they are furious. And they simply will not let it go. Have you noticed that? So co-parenting should be done with the best interests of the children at heart. What's best for the children? 
a joint decision, a joint agreement that we will do what's best for the children, not what's best for us. And co-parenting with the former partner then is all about the children, not about your relationship with your ex. Okay, it's not always easy, but children need to know and feel that they are more important than any conflict that is or hopefully was going on between their parents. And making sure they feel that way is what effective conscious co-parenting is all about. So even if your ex does not want to be an effective conscious co-parent, I want to give you some hacks, if you will, some insights, some strategies, some considerations for how you can do your best to make sure the kids are happy and healthy. So when you co-parent well, you'll eliminate exposing the children to adult relationship issues. Okay, that's big. You don't talk about what's going on between you and your ex with the children. If they ask, you give them a child age-appropriate answer, but you do not discuss the difficulties you have with your ex with the children. Seems obvious, but it isn't. You know, I have clients all over the world because I work with video conferencing and so many of them tell me, you know, no, I can't seem to get an answer that is in the best interest of the children because the children are always being told that I was at fault or I'm not good enough or I won't let them do things. In fact, they're creating alienation and I've talked about alienation in other episodes and I will talk about it again. But when you co-parent well, you eliminate exposing the children to any issues you have going on with your ex as much as possible. The kids know that mom and dad are not together and choose to live apart. And your job is to reassure the children that you both love them and you both will do all you can to keep their lives as normal as possible. Now, I know you just had a visceral reaction if you're co-parenting with a hijackal because the hijackal doesn't want to keep things as normal as possible. They want to keep upping the ante to win over you and they will keep taking you to court and it will all be very interrupted and disrupted and then your job of keeping it calm and normal for the kids is made even worse. So the kids don't know and don't need to know any details of what's going on between you unless they are age appropriate for them to know. And not only do they not need details about the split up, but you actually risk jeopardizing their relationship with the other parent when you do share them. And that's not fair to the kids. Now, I'm talking in general terms here. Hijackals are a little bit different, but take these things to heart and see how they fit for you. The kids will have questions. And as I said, answer them in the most age-appropriate way for their ages, not for your age, to help them understand the most general issues. No specifics. No he said, she said. No alienation. Got that? No alienation. The kids have two parents. The kids love two parents. They don't want any help 
having to please one over the other. Not fair. Children have enough upset to contend with when their parents separate. It's enough for them to deal with moving or losing time with their friends or missing the non-custodial parent or feeling uncertain about what's going on or even just practically not having the right things at the right house at the right time. These are kid concerns. Children need not and should not be hearing about adult issues. They should never hear one parent say anything negative about the other, directly or within earshot of the children. In California, every divorce settlement states that clearly, and I think that's true in most places. And lawyers, hearing that this happened, can and will interpret this as parental alienation. If you start talking trash about your ex, that's problematic. It's problematic for the children to hear it, but it's problematic in general because you're not supposed to be doing that. And it's not good for anyone. So whether or not divorcing was a shared decision or something that happened to you and you didn't want it, it's what you're doing now. It's the reality of now. Not engaging your kids in the ongoing details of the conflict or the disappointments or the anger or the rage or whatever is going on is important. Don't get your kids into it. It's not easy, but you are an adult and that's what a wise adult who deeply cares about the well-being of the children would do and needs to do. Children shouldn't be concerned with adult issues. So I'm going to give you five things to really think about here. They're, they're not probably what you expect, but it's important to really take these to heart. So these are clear goals to guide you through these difficulties. And I'm going to state them as affirmations, uh, goal affirmations, This is what I'm aiming for, kind of goal affirmations. And I invite you to to think of these often because they'll help you stay focused on what's important. And it's pretty darn easy to drift off, especially when, you know, maybe you've had a note from your ex and it's been angry or infuriating or blaming or manipulating And then you've got to put on a good face for the kids. I understand that completely. But talk to your therapist about that. Go to your attorney and deal with it. Don't involve the children. So important. And I know it's difficult. It's really difficult. So again, here are some clear goal kind of affirmations things. Here's what you say to yourself. Okay, calm down. You say, I am the model I want my children to follow. Therefore, everything I do and say demonstrates who I want my children to strive towards becoming. I'm going to say it again. I am the model I want my children to follow. Therefore, everything I do and say demonstrates who I want my children to strive towards becoming. 
Now I'm going to put these goal affirmations in the show notes so you can copy them. You can copy and paste them and put them on your wall or in your journal or wherever it will remind you or put them on your phone. Make them into wallpaper. (laughs) Do what you need to. Because no matter whether you like it or not, your kids are watching you all the time. They are learning who to be, how to be, learning whether they feel valued, they don't feel valued, whether they feel included, they feel excluded, they feel neglected, they feel uplifted. They are watching you for who to become. So this is a very important goal affirmation. I am the model I want my children to follow because they're going to follow you anyway. So you better straighten up and be who you want them to become because you're showing them the way by how you behave. And you know, it's so important for all of us to remember to believe behaviors, not words. If someone says, I love you, you better feel loved. Otherwise, those words are empty because their actions are not following through to let you know they do love you, right? So the same thing is true with your kids. They are watching your actions all the time, and they're looking for alignment and congruence between what you say and what you do. And they're going to follow in your footsteps because you're their parent. And that's what children do. So be the best model you can. Okay, here's the second one. Goal affirmation number two. I communicate with my ex in a way I wish for him or her to communicate with me. I choose collaboration and conversation over conflict and acrimony. Big decision. Here it is again. I communicate with my ex in a way I wish for him or her to communicate with me. I choose collaboration and conversation over conflict and acrimony. Okay, I know what you're thinking because I'm thinking it too. Well, if you have left a hijackal ex, they're all about conflict and acrimony. But the question is, who are you? You are the one who gets to respond to them in your way, not in their way. You are the one who gets to be, if you like that expression, the bigger person. You are the one who is demonstrating to your children how to be. So when you're communicating about or with your ex, you need to be modeling that great behavior. So collaboration and conversation may not be possible with a hijackal ex, but not inciting difficulties is possible. Yeah, I I know. They're going to be difficult anyway, but don't you be the cause of it. You be factual, not emotional when you have a hijackal ex. That's the most important thing. And document every single thing that happens. And your communication is great. When, when you leave a hijackal ex, I always advise people to use some kind of online system like Talking Parents or Our Family Wizard. Keep all your conversation to text and email. That's very important. But if you don't have a hijackal ex and you want to raise great kids, make sure that all your communication is as positive and directive and clear and engaging and collaborative. 
And that's the model that will help you work things out in the best way. So the second one was, I communicate with my ex in a way I wish for him or her to communicate with me. I choose and model collaboration and conversation over conflict and acrimony. Got it? Okay. Here's a third one. Goal affirmation. I focus on my children and what keeps them healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. That includes doing what is in their best interest first. I focus on my children and what keeps them healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. That includes doing what is in their best interest first. I'm sure you can say a big yes to that one. Because you do want to do what's in the best interest of your children in all ways. And sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it flies in the face of what you really want to be doing next. Or what you need to do even. And then you have some splaining to do, as Lucille Ball would have said. Right? Because you have to put their interests first. You also have to, as an add-on, You have to think about the age-appropriate response. What's their level of brain development? What can they really understand? You know, if you have a little person up to age six, seven, they're not going to understand, you know, for this reason and that reason and that reason, and, and you put them all in a row and chain them together, they don't get it. If you just say, because I think it, it will make us all happier, they get that. But if you say to a 12 year old, you know, I have these three reasons for doing what I'm doing, and I think it will be a good result for all of us, a 12-year-old can say, okay, I get it. So you really have to know what's age-appropriate when you're talking to your kids, and that's what will keep them healthy. And to know what your boundaries are and to allow children to have boundaries and to be able to express them and to encourage children to express them and to help them with that. So... Just that third one again, I focus on my children and what keeps them healthy, physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that includes doing what is in their best interest first. So no matter how tired you are, delay your gratification and do what's in their best interest first. Okay, good things to do. Now here's number four. Goal affirmation. I turn my attention from what I don't like about my ex to what she or he does well for the children. It's about the children, not about what my personal issues are with my ex. Oh, big breath. Yeah, got to keep that in the front of my mind. I turn my attention from what I don't like about my ex to what he or she does well for the children. It's about the children, not what my personal issues are with my ex. Ooh, got to be a big adult. You got to be emotionally mature to do that. Okay, I'll talk to my best girlfriend about all the things that I don't like. But when I'm in front of the kids, I'm going to talk about what my ex does well, what I appreciate, what he or she is doing well for them. And I'm going to keep that focus. It's a big deal. Okay, you're going to turn your attention away from what you don't like to what they're doing well for the children and comment on that for what you're grateful that they're doing well for the kids. Okay, last one for today. 
I allow my children to enjoy their childhood and ensure they're only concerned with age-appropriate thoughts, feelings, and actions. I protect them from being pawns, messengers, or casualties of my divorce. Whew! There's another big one. I allow my children to enjoy their childhood and I ensure they're only concerned with age-appropriate thoughts, feelings, and actions. I protect them from being pawns, messengers, or casualties of my divorce. That's a tall order. You really have to know what's age-appropriate for your children to know or think about. And you really have to protect them because they don't need to think about adult things. I said that earlier. And when you're all alone with the kids, sometimes you just want to complain or you just want to agree with something that they say, you know, is mom, mom or dad this? And you want to say, yes, <laughs> but you have to say, oh, well, you know, I think your mother or father does this quite well. I don't know about that. What's your experience? And engage the children in conversation. No black or white thinking, no all or nothing thinking. That's hijackle stuff, you know. <laughs> if you're, and if you, you know you've been with a hijackal, of course, that's probably what drew you to be listening to Save Your Sanity. And whether you're listening to Save Your Sanity on MyRelationshipHelpNetwork.com or you're listening where I am so happy to be a part of MentalHealthNewsRadioNetwork.com, I know that you've heard me talk about life with hijackals, divorcing hijackals, um, having hijackal parents yourself, um, having a hijackal co-worker. All these things are here for you. And you know these five goal affirmations that I've given here, you could substitute anybody else as well as your ex in these situations and everything would be even more emotionally mature for you. So these are great things because when you are emotionally mature, you feel good about yourself. It's not about judgment or criticism. It's about when I feel like I have actually done something that has contributed to this being as positive as possible. You feel better about it than you do when you go down some dark hole, some rabbit hole somewhere, and you get into the ain't it awfuls and he or she done me wrong conversations in your head, right? So these things will help. So I've given you five things. I'll put them in the show notes for you. And being your best self can prove difficult. Because sometimes everything in you just simply wants to blame, shame, and complain, right? I know. I've been divorced with children too. I've been divorced from a hijackal. I know this stuff. I know how it feels on both ends in all places. So you may have deep resentments after years of a rocky marriage or relationship. Or you may have fresh scars that the divorce just brought on. And you can feel like your ex should really pay for it and they should pay dearly and for a long, long time. But leave that to the court. Yes, I know. I've done programs about the court too. Sometimes it's not always fair and you have to be very careful. And I talk about that in other episodes. But don't get into what the court should be doing when you're engaging with your children about the relationship. Leave things to the court. Get your head on straight and do what's best for your kids. 
and ask for help to gain a healthier perspective on this right away. Now, like I said earlier, I have clients all over the world. We can talk by video conferencing. You need my help. And your initial consultation for one full hour is only $97. Go to 4 for relationship help help dot com slash join and schedule that one hour right away if you have questions. Okay, for relationship help dot com slash join and of course for relationship help dot com is my website. It's also the name of my YouTube channel. So come on over there. I have a live stream every Monday night at six p.m. Pacific time, and you can chat with me there and we can really answer some questions. So no matter how frequently you have to remind yourself, and it can be difficult to do so, put the health and well-being of your children first. That means your love for your children is stronger than any loathing that you have for your partner or the divorce process. And when you keep that top of mind you'll eventually master successful co-parenting and you'll give the children the best emotional environment to thrive in. And they deserve that, don't they? Because after all, they didn't ask for a divorce. And you may not have either, but divorce has happened. And do your best for your children and it will turn out to be the best for yourself. I'm so glad you're here. If you found value today, invite your friends to listen. You can find everything, all my podcasts, including my other one, Emotional Savvy, The Relationship Help Show, at RelationshipHelpNetwork.com. Again, if you want to work with me privately, come to 4RelationshipHelp.com. Would you like to be part of my membership program? Go to OptimizeCircles.com. So much for you. I really want to help. So until we talk again, make it a great day. Make good decisions and be as emotionally mature as possible. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4RelationshipHelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.